0: to you and you and you and you and you and you. Welcome to The Melanated Way. I'm Linda Entry. We have April as well, my co-host on Monday nights. Hello.
1: Hi, everybody.
0: <sighs> Excuse me, looking like a vagabond. I could just not get it together today. I I was telling April That's behind crazy. the scenes that I don't know what's going on, but seriously, I'm playing catch up. I don't even know what's going on. I'm just saying, so don't judge.
1: Times two, don't judge. Times two. A lot of things are happening this week. That's it. Last year, okay? Yeah, <laughs> you know,
0: it's all good. We're still fierce. Uh, that being said, uh, shout out to the live chat. I always forget to do this. So, you guys, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, what up, Joslo, Amanda, Rebecca, all y'all? Hello. Uh, bottom of the screen, I'll keep that there for a little bit where you can support the show and all the things. And don't forget to Uh, also follow April on her YouTube page as well. And uh, April, we were talking, and I want to get this out of the way first. A little bit of like tea, a little bit of newsy gossip. For those of you guys that are part of my Patreon family, on Saturday when we did News and Gossip, we we touched on this, and I told you that I would ask April on Monday. So here I am asking April on Monday for the good answers. (laughs) Um, So the first thing we wanted to talk about was Memphis and Hamza. So as you guys may or may not know, uh, Memphis and Hamza have finalized finalized their divorce. And so he has a conditional two-year visa. And I believe April will talk about what the two-year conditional visa is. And after those two years, it's up in the air right now, whether or not he's going to be able to stay. And one of the qualifications, my understanding is that they've had to have known each other a long time prior to getting married. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and let the lawyers, immigration <laughs> lawyer, speak on it.
1: Yes. So if your marriage is less than two years, then your first visa or your first residency card is going to be conditional. And that doesn't matter if you were married and then did the petition or if you were came on a fiancé visa and did the petition. That same two-year rule applies. Now, when you go to remove conditions to move from a two-year to a 10-year residency, you can either do that as a joint filing because you're still married to the person, or you can ask for a waiver of joint filing. A waiver of joint filing is available if you're now divorced, but you were married in good faith and you can prove that you were married in good faith, um, or if it would be a hardship to you to be forced to return to your home country. Um, so there are waivers available. I do think Hamza would probably qualify for one of those waivers. All he has to do is show that when he arrived in the United States, they did spend some time living together. He did intend for them to have a relationship together. It's not a super hard burden to get over. Um, so long as he's able to show, you know, some documentation that it was a real bona fide, that's the, the language they use is bona fide, a bona fide marriage.
0: Oh, wow. So he hasn't, he has the ability to, to possibly stay, is what you're saying. Yes. Yes, he does. Okay. And then the second couple that uh, has been hitting the news and gossip uh, circuit lately is Eve and Mohammed. And as you guys may or may not know, uh, long story short, there were some allegations of domestic abuse on Mohammed's part by Eve. She got arrested uh, and charged and uh, just the other day, just on Friday I believe, they dropped the charges on her. So she's no longer criminally liable. She's not going to court. There's no court date. The district attorney dropped her charges. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, what we're hearing, the word on the internet streets, is that Eve's attorney is then going to go ahead and now uh, sue if that's the right word uh muhammad for immigration fraud and he went and told a major publication that he doesn't care about that he's like if i have to go back to egypt i will um what are your thoughts on that is he going to be able to stay in the country especially because you know they did not know each other at all there were red flags even from the beginning and she caught him on the tell-all yeah cheating and texting other women so is yes. this case a little bit harder to prove
1: yeah so uh, first of all i don't think that muhammad would have been eligible to get his first residency the conditional residency just based off that text message alone because if i remember it correctly it was when i'm done with eve i'll come find you or or something to that effect that something that indicates the marriage was not bona fide but that he was doing it just for the purpose of immigration Mm -hmm. Um, So he would not, on face, look that he's eligible for any kind of residency, conditional or um, tenure. What I think that he was hoping for is to get a U visa. A U visa is for people who have been victims of crime in the United States. It's not any crime. There's a list of crimes that qualify. And then if you're helpful to law enforcement and the prosecution of that crime, they can choose to sign a certification for you to ask USCIS for this particular kind of visa. The problem that Muhammad would have here is that even if he made it past that first step, USCIS still has discretion whether or not to issue you that visa. And if I was the decision maker and I'm looking at this other marriage record and his U visa request at the same time, I would be inclined to deny it. Would you not? 100%. And all the things that he's, first of all, he's a cheater.
0: So you didn't even make it to a few months because they were married for less than a year. You guys, he didn't even make it a few months before he was cheating. And then he goes all on social media and all through the interwebs talking about this other woman and there's there literally are the receipts out there to show that there was no good faith there and the fact that he then said and there are text messages to this that the girl that he was cheating with it was his plan and her plan all along to have this fallback plan and the fallback plan allegedly was hey we're going to make these alleged false allegations about domestic violence.
1: Yeah, like and the charges. What kind of been, person does that? What kind of person does does that? I I I don't know. Like a terrible person. I mean, not only were you using this woman, but then you were trying to ruin her life. Right, and she's a, a single mom to a child yeah. that
0: you know has special needs. How dare exactly. you come over how, here how, because how, you're looking for? Like Mama Karen says, you're looking to harvest the American dollar.
1: How dare he become a part of that child's life knowing that he never intended to be there long term? I understand things happen sometimes, but that child is vulnerable.
0: 100%. But you know what, April? Again, what type of person is this? Because even in text messages, you see him saying disparaging things about that child. So at the end of the day, like he has shown who he truly is. And to me, it just doesn't, doesn't look
1: good. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't think uh, a, a decision maker, even the most benevolent officers they have working there would have a hard time with wanting to grant him the U visa. That part. Uh, Joslo
0: says a user is someone who does that. You are right, Joslo. Ding, 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 ding. And... um. Amanda says, my husband and I still say, tomatoes, like he said, but yikes, bad. Um, Shout out to Amanda, by the way, for coming in the live chat early. That has not happened in all the years. So let's just (laughs) all go ahead and give her a round of applause. If you're in the live chat, just go ahead and give her a round of applause. I'm sure she'll appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Go, Amanda, go.
0: That being said, let's t- <laughs> she said never ever or in my life. <laughs> Joslo. <laughs> oh, okay. So let's jump into the episode season four of The Other Way, episode five. Lies here, not what is I can't even read my own writing. Lies here got no legs. That's what it says. lies here got no legs okay so i just want to give my disclaimer off the bat that today i might be on one and you guys know when i get on one i can't stop it but i'm going to tell you something i feel like tlc oh i just got a shiver because i'm about to talk about it (laughs) and sharp entertainment they must have heard my ways and they're punishing me right now because between the teeth situation and cat There are too many cats and too many snaggly ass teeth that I, you guys, I just, I can't, I can't like, I get, I'm squirmish and I don't like some stuff. I just, I understand that it's not probably logical why I just don't, I can't, but I just can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. Okay, So I may say some, some things that might come out of my mouth or my face might look screwed up. I'm just giving the warning. Like I cannot, I was having a problem. Like I had to take a break. That's why we're rushing and we weren't six forty-five, um, and we we're seven starting today because I had to keep taking breaks. Because I just can't. I can't with all the, ugh, like, <laughs> ugh, like why? And and you guys, okay, just one more thing. And then like the baby teeth. Like you got this baby teeth that just. I just feel like I should just pull it out. Why is it on top of another tooth? Okay.
1: Okay. So,
0: that being said, we are going to talk about Mahmood and Nicole first and foremost. Uh, I was screaming at my TV saying, go home, my love. Go home. Go home, honey. Go home. Go home, sweetie. Go home. Because the amount yes. of times that they said, my love, sweetie, and um, honey was like, Eah nauseating
1: to me, April. Is this because they can't be physically affectionate? Is that why it's so overdone on the verbal?
0: But why can't they? Aren't they married?
1: I thought like out in public, they're not allowed or like around other people, they're not allowed to be physically affectionate. Because I, too, was grossed out by it. And I was like, maybe they're doing it because they can't like hold hands
0: i i mean but it's over the top like it's almost disingenuous
1: it genuine
0: at this point they start they're about to start a fight and they're like oh nothing's wrong my love i love you <laughs> are you upset no i love you my love <laughs> why are you crying oh no sweetie i love you <laughs> like just stop it just whatever that is stop it i'm not into it you guys sound ridiculous and i'm not here for it so We hear that they fought a lot the first night. It's now in the morning and uh, Nicole's taking her shower and Nicole is about to have a meltdown in three, two, one. She is squeegeeing the floor. She's explaining um, how a lot of uh, places in Egypt or the bathrooms in Egypt are like that. She likes to take a long time. It's her me time in the morning to get ready. And by long time, I mean a really long time. And then throw in that she wanted to go ahead and do a monologue in front of the mirror and have a full-on breakdown. That's exactly what happened. She did a full-on monologue how you know she's upset and she doesn't she starts crying she's already homesick she's only been there for 24 hours she doesn't know she's gonna make it she can't understand she's missing her life she's grieving her life and she can't take it i can't believe it and i don't know what's gonna happen. oh fuck off <laughs> uh, okay no one forced you to get on the plane you knew you did not want to be there. And yet here we are. So I personally having a hard time having any sympathy
1: for you, April. I too was wondering if you have so many friends and you're having a hard time adjusting, you knew you were going to have a hard time adjusting. Why didn't you just ask somebody to come with you for a week or two? But
0: how she's been there. She lived there for two months. Yeah, but are you trying to tell me that she thought a whole country was going to change in the time that she went back to Los Angeles and was like an Uber Eats driver and <laughs> thought that she was going to pop?
1: Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new
0: Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for
1: the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
0: back up in Egypt and everything was going to be different?
1: No, like, that part makes absolutely no sense. But I would say, like, if I'm going to go somewhere and I know that I'm going to be a little homesick when I get there, but I want to be there, I would just ask one of my friends to go with me for a week or two. Just for the transition. Wouldn't that be like a lot? Okay, never mind. I'm asking her to do logical things.
0: I I was just about to say, April, you're using your logic. You're using your common sense. And I've yet to see that from this woman.
1: Yeah, we, we haven't seen her display very much common sense. Name one time, April. Name one time. I don't have one. I don't have one. I mean... She I don't understand <laughs> all of this is like against her will. Here's your pizza. <laughs> I'm that you're a hot mess.
0: You're a hot bus. So she's having a full meltdown. <clears throat> and I have I do have to say this part. And don't come for me because I already told you the disclaimer at the top that I'm probably gonna be talking crazy but she has this full meltdown in the mirror and it just gave me like sociopath vibes. Like someone in the live chat said like, and yeah, Kathy said, Hey, Kathy, who was she even talking to? She was talking to herself in the mirror, which, you know, I sometimes talk to myself, but I don't talk to myself and have a full on meltdown and look at myself like, Oh my God, I'm so upset. I can't believe it. Like she might as well have just thrown in the third person there and called it a day. It was very
1: bizarre. She's clearly made the camera people into her friends. And I wonder how much they hate that. They hate it. Trust. If you've been on any type of, pr- they're working.
0: They don't mind it if you're on break or if it's after hours, but when they're working and they're on a time frame and a budget and they got to get the shot, we're not trying to have a conversation with you yeah. and your friends. We're working right now.
1: They hate her then because I'm sure that she's, I'm sure that she's been assigned women And I'm sure that she's trying to force them into friendship with her. Oh, 100%. And to side with her. Yes. So she's homesick.
0: She realizes that she's not on the same page as her husband. She's grieving the fact that she has no apartment in LA anymore. And she's just hoping that they can figure it all out. And so meanwhile, Mahmood's mom is like, where did your did the bathroom swallow your wife? Like, go check on her. What's happening? Is she okay? Did she pass out? Because You know, she's fragile up in there and she's just a mess and she doesn't have common sense. She's like a pretty little bird. <laughs> fragile, pretty to look at, but, you know, they will fly into a glass window if they, they're not paying attention. That, mm-hmm. to me, describes Nicole. Yeah. yeah. So um she's like oh I'm okay I'm just finishing up and she comes out and she's a hot mess. Hair's wet, you can tell that her eyes are red that she's been crying. He's like what's wrong? You've been crying. She's like no my love. Everything is okay. I love you. No my love. I want to be here. I don't want you to think that you're the reason why I'm upset. I'm just grieving leaving Los Angeles. <laughs> I'm grieving my previous life. Bitch, if you do not stop making this a telenovela, stop it, (laughs) stop it. Again, no one twisted your arm. You decided on your own, knowing that it was a bad idea for you and your personality to Mm -hmm. go back.
1: Mm At the same time, that conversation annoyed me they had when she came out the bathroom because if she's just going to say how she feels, why are you going to turn it into... Now I'm feeling bad because you're saying that like. Yeah, that but that's what I don't get about her.
0: I honestly because she literally five seconds ago in the bathroom said she was homesick and had a breakdown. She comes into the living room or to the bedroom, sits down with her husband and then says, well, I want to be here. I chose to be here to be with you. And literally, if you look at my notes, it says what? (laughs)
1: You just five seconds ago you said you don't want to be here. Now you chose to be here and you don't want him to feel bad. Yeah. I I gave up my apartment, so I'd have no choice but to stay here. Sounds like a you problem, Nicole. Yeah, that part. That part.
0: Which is it? Grieving the death of your old life. Oh Lord. (laughs) Oh Lord. So Muhammad, God bless him because he has more patience than I would ever have. So Muhammad decides that, you know, he's going to take Nicole out in the neighborhood to try to make her feel more comfortable because, you know, it's only been 24 hours and she's already gone from zero to a thousand running a in her head, having breakdowns and fights and all the things. And it's only been 24 hours. So he feels <laughs> like if he takes her out, you know, let her get acclimated with the neighborhood that maybe she'll finally be ready to like, you know, accept, her new lifestyle. So she's getting ready and, you know, she's like, how do I look? And then she can't find her shoes and she's asking him. And I'm like, how, how is he going to know where you packed your shoes? How's her stuff misplaced this fast? Right. Like, this is what I'm saying. I don't feel like she's all together there, April, because you just got there. How could your shoes already be missing? It's weird. So, Mahmoud is like, well, you know, if she can finally get ready, you know, it takes her a whole day to get ready. Maybe we can go out into the neighborhood. (laughs) Um, Karen says, I think she loves her clothes and makeup attention more than her husband. Something is going on with her face, orange, raised eyebrow. Um, I think that she likes the luxury of the lifestyle that she's been living. And I know, April, you had that theory that, you know, she was a trust fund baby my theory and and you know i feel like your theory is standing up because she kind of has also and i'm not saying i'll trust fun babies i'm just talking about nicole specifically i feel like nicole has no common sense i feel like she has no street cred but i also feel like she doesn't have like logic like she wasn't taught logic and i'm not saying well maybe i'm saying you no know, well like and no socialization skills and here's why i say that april i was gonna say this later but i'm gonna say it now you ever been around someone? There's two examples I'm going to give. First example, you ever been around someone, April, that has that weird, awkward energy and maybe they move a little bit? A little like, yes. Okay. I used to have a manager that was like that. Like he was like so, mm-hmm. like oh, all the time. So when you talk to him for too long, it felt like it was wearing off, off on you. Like, oh, why are you, what, whoa, what is that energy? Mm-hmm. I feel like she has this weird, awkward, energy and then the second thing is you know if you if you're on the dance floor and you're like moving and shaking and you're dancing to the music and you're like vibing and then you turn your head and you see someone who's like (laughs) and then it throws your vibe off for a little bit that's her like that's her to me like that if i had to describe nicole that's what i would describe like one minute she's having a breakdown the next minute she looks like What's the saying, you guys? A deer lost in headlights, Gear headlights. Yeah. A deer in headlights. And then other, other times she looks scared. Other times she looks like perplexed, but it's all like a, like this, like I look crazy, right? Because uh-huh. that's how she looks. She's like,
1: what, is, like, what are yeah. you doing? Because you're throwing my whole peace and love vibe off. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is with her. Somebody said earlier that she has like a very flat affect and I, I don't know what is happening in here um with her at all it's it's very bizarre, especially us knowing that she lived there previously yeah it just it just doesn't really not only did she live there previously, but she's had all this time that she hasn't been there to like try and come to terms with these cultural differences, and she has not so it's just very it's it's very bizarre to watch her in this environment absolutely
0: absolutely, and she just she just doesn't um make us the viewers feel comfortable wondering what
1: she's about to do next that I'm going to be like oh that was weird and awkward and uncomfortable it makes me incredibly uncomfortable like I don't agree with some of the things that are happening there but it makes me uncomfortable that she insists on pushing up against the culture that way
0: yeah agreed I agree with that statement 100% I may not agree with all the things that go on but also that was not my culture and it's not my country, but I am going to respect the fact that it's their culture and their country. Exactly. I'm not going to force my will, which we're going to talk about shortly, upon other people. And unfortunately, again, don't come for me, but oftentimes, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say it, April. Oftentimes, <laughs> you Americans are buck wild when you're traveling and you want everyone to bend to your will in your way. And I have to say that you're not in America, so calm the F down.
1: Yeah, this one's on us. There you go. Woo, Woo! Yeah, that part, that part, April.
0: (laughs) Anyways, they finally get into the neighborhood and there's more, I love you, I love you. And she even acknowledges that they say, I love you a hundred times a day. And guess what? Five seconds into it, she's already complaining because the shoes that she chose that she couldn't find were
1: uncomfortable.
0: You've been out for five you haven't even walked half a block
1: girl you saw what the road looked like when you came in that part you knew what you were gonna have to walk on <laughs> we, don't we don't claim her she can't sit with us
0: <laughs> and here's the thing you're not brand new nicole you've been there before you self-proclaimed said you lived there yeah mind you like and When people say, oh, I lived there and you only were there for two months, like, oh, that's not really living in my opinion. That's an extended visit, but that's another story. So <clears throat> um, they walk by a chandelier store and she loves it. She wants to go in. Don't know why you need a chandelier store because you don't even have an apartment. Of <laughs> so you know, you, I don't like, I don't understand, but okay. <clears throat> she wants to go in, but she only wants to go in because Mahmood said He's not sure if she can go in because it might be like for men only. Mm-hmm. And then she says, well, let's try anyways. Are you trying to get your husband killed? Ostracized? Like what?
1: Yeah. What's what's the end goal here? You want your husband to be ridiculed?
0: I, I just don't get it. And it's not like you're going to buy anything in there because we're going to take the chandelier pack it up because you you just talked about leaving every five seconds when you start crying you're upset you're like well maybe i'm, I'm gonna leave you should have you should have been gone go home my love
1: <laughs> the title of this episode go home my love it should have been but yeah that that i really didn't like when she insisted upon well let's just see yeah you know it it was pretty clear to me that he was uncomfortable.
0: Right. And it was clear to me that she had no respect for his culture and their traditions. So <clears throat> instead of going to the chandelier store short store, um, they decided they're gonna sit at a cafe and he doesn't want to say no to her, he says, because she gets mad easily and they start fighting. It's only been 24 hours, he's kind of sick of fighting with her. So they sit down, server comes over, he asks the server if it's okay, you know, that he sits with the wife. The server says no problem, and Nicole wants to go ahead and continue to push the boundary. She's like, "Well, you know what? I want to meet your friends." And he's like, "Yeah, there's no way. That's that's just not what we do here. Like, the men go out together, and the women sometimes go out together, but it's really like just separate and apart. Marriage life is private. It's away from people. We don't like commingle. My friend is not gonna." call me up and say, hey, you and your wife come out. Like, it's just not appropriate in his culture, he says. Right. But she doesn't wanna take no for an answer. And so he finally says, okay, honey, let's meet my friends. It won't be comfortable for anyone, but we'll <laughs> do it. But don't ever ask me this again. Right. So what happens? They meet with the friends the next, I guess that night or the next day, it wasn't very clear to me. He's super nervous because this is something that he has never done before. She's not nervous for the first time ever. And he's like, you know, if they don't talk to you, don't take offense to it. It's out of respect for me because, like, that's just not what we do. Um, you know, a single man or a married man is not going to talk to another married man's wife mm-hmm. out of respect in our culture. So they get there, apparently. They're an hour late, and I'm sure that that was Nicole's doing because she takes forever. Four of his friends are waiting for him. They all sit down, and it's a super awkward silence. Did you notice it, April? Very much. Very much. Awkward, awkward. It was awkward for me to sit there. Like I'm like, why am I just sitting here looking at you guys, looking
1: at each other? Why would she demand this when she doesn't even speak the language? That part. Um, Also, isn't she concerned that she's going to be offending the wives? But she's not concerned because she's not
0: even looking up or researching or, or trying to understand the culture. What part I, of her, Think about it, April, what part of her has embraced any part of this culture? Can you name one thing? Well, when she initially said
1: she was gonna cover up, but then she took that back. <laughs> yeah, and, and hasn't. <laughs> but if you guys find yourselves in Egypt, why don't, I feel like she could have very easily said, can I just meet the wives? wouldn't that have been better because she says she wants friends right so yeah. make the wives like his friends are not going to be your friends but i don't think that that's what she's i think she's doing
0: it to make a point and push the boundaries i think she's doing it so that she's showing him, like she's forcing her will in her way on him by any means necessary that's what i think i'm going to answer this question for amanda does it seem like Mahmoud is especially conservative yes it does seem like he is he's in a specific part of egypt though he said in this episode where they are more conservative amanda goes on to say i can't imagine cairo is still that conservative which is what he said he said in cairo it's different in cairo They'll all do. They grew. They grew up like that. They'll all go out with each other and hang out. But where the city that
1: they're in, they don't do that there. They're right. way more conservative. And I don't think he's exaggerating that about that community because of the way that the husbands all acted at dinner. That part. Yep. Yeah, I think that he's. That's that's true. That's the way it is where he lives. Yep. Which is, I don't know the name of the city where he lives, but no, I
0: don't either. But it's much more conservative than the bigger city of Cairo is. Um, And Cairo is less conservative according to even what he's saying. Right? So I don't know. Maybe they need to move to Cairo for Nicole to kind of get her act together a little bit. I don't know. So... The friends even talk about this is the first time that they've been invited out with their friend and and a wife like that just never happens. So they're nervous because they don't know how to interact. They don't know what to do. But they do say she seems kind. Um, And then awkward silence again. And then Nicole asked, you know, how long have you guys known each other? And just like anyone else that has grown up with each other, they grew up in the same city. They all grew up together. They're like brothers. Boom. That's the answer to your question. And then she wanted to know, you know, do you guys think it's weird that your friend married an American? And apparently one of his friends also wants to marry an American. What were your thoughts on that,
1: April? Um, from an immigration perspective. Uh, From an immigration perspective, I would be very careful of saying that kind of thing um, because it can be used against you in the future. And you can have double reasons for wanting to marry a specific person, including like whatever benefits their nationality would bring to you. But I would not advertise it. Yeah. But for him, maybe it's a great idea because now there'll be people who are on the show. They're looking up Mahmoud's friends and find him and chat him up. (laughs) I mean, that's why he said it. He's like, if
0: this is an international show and y'all ain't paying me, then yeah, let me shoot my
1: shot. Someone out there is going to think I'm a tractor. But I would absolutely wonder why. Because even like getting through the process, you have to commit to being with that person for a, cert- for a certain amount of time. Like, is it really going to be worth it to be with somebody who's completely opposite of you in culture and tradition for even that period of time?
0: But April, what's the, because I know you told us about high risk areas. Is Egypt on that list of all? No. It, really? Because <clears throat> I read an article that, there are a lot of Egyptian men who just like the Dominican Republic has that that stereotype, look for foreigners to marry so that they can come to America. So is that not true?
1: Um, not statistically the ones that I'm looking at. Um, you see more Egyptian men and more men from like Syria, Turkey, Tunisia, you see them marry more women who have the same uh, religion than them. Mm, okay. Um, so they might be American, but they'll still be Muslim. Got it. Um, so they don't get as high of a fraud rating. Got it. A lot of the women who come to the United States, who are you know first gen immigrants, they come like on a student visa or H one B or whatever. They tend to still marry men from their home country. Got it. Um. So the food comes
0: <clears throat> because it's super awkward. They all eat fast. Dinner's over and like a shake and a shake and a shake. And there's more awkward silence. Nicole has this crazy wild look on her face that her husband has already become familiar with. And looking at her like, are you good? Because she's are about to like explode. But no, she's not good. As per usual, she feels uncomfortable and she wants to leave, even though this was her idea that she forced on all of us. So Nicole we're feeling all awkward because of you and you wouldn't yes. listen to your husband, even though she later says, Oh, you know, I should have listened to my husband
1: over it. I'm very over much. It. very much
0: over her 100%. And all I'm going to continue to say from this point forward for Nicole is go home, mm-hmm. my love.
1: Go home. My love right across the screen.
0: That's it. Yep.
1: a t-shirt that says go home. My love
0: go home. My love. All right. Let's move on to, De- okay. Debbie, I just love her. I just love her. I love every so far, everything about her. I love her. I think that she is eccentric. I think she is a strong older woman that stands up for herself. I think that she knows that her son is a twat <laughs>
1: and.
0: and <clears throat> I'm glad that she decides to do her own thing because he gives me, you guys, you know what kind of vibes he gives me? He gives me like, I will immediately, if not sooner, put my mother in a home, lock her away and never go visit her and take all her money vibes.
1: I have a complaint about the son, the son specifically that is apart from the fact that I think he is probably a Confederate flag flyer.
0: Oh, you brought it up. So I'm going to pop it on the screen. <laughs> Tell me that that does not say America. You know how I'm. Met. Uh, Angela is like, but I'm
1: American. I'm American. America, yeah. Americans
0: who are like, are are you know?
1: I never feel that great about people who fly American flags outside there, and I say this as the daughter of a retired service person. We have a flag that was given to us at his funeral in the house, right? So I understand, like. It's not always, but when you choose to fly an American flag outside of your house in your regular neighborhood, to me, it's a little bit eh.
0: Yeah, I don't know anything about that because we just, it's not a thing for me at least. But as a Canadian, and when I look at this and you drop the A for America, and you're saying America, and even the rest of the shirt, I should have wrote it down, but it was something like uh, two time champions in the world wars. I was like, oh, see, everything about you is exactly who you presented. Yes. I know some of y'all who were watching previous episodes came for me and you were in the comments saying I was this and that. No, I call a spade a spade. And this fool right here is low key. He only he's first of all, he lives in the south. Second of all, it's only black and white with him. There's no gray. Third of all, look how he treats his own mama and his own mama is the same skin tone as him. So you uh-huh. can imagine- And he's you know, a police officer. And he's a police officer. So you can imagine anyone that doesn't look like him, doesn't act like him, doesn't think like him, is gonna be a problem for him, okay? Yeah. He already degrades his mom because you can love your mom and be scared for her and, and talk to her still lovingly. You can t- talk to her and have a disagreement, but you don't have to necessarily put her down. And he puts her down on the regular. So you can imagine how he talks to people he doesn't know or respect. Stop it. Exactly. Stop it. Rebecca says, that shirt told me all I needed to know about him. Um, yeah. And then Amanda said, then it said something like back-to-back World War champions, like how you. Yeah, it did say that. And just you, April, bad he bad specifically bad. knew he was going to be on international TV and he wore that shirt anyways. Yeah, bad Bad. bad. So, anyways, love Debbie. I went off on a tangent, but I told you guys I probably would today. Love Debbie. Love her little moo-moos. I think they're called moo-moos, right? Mm -hmm. 100% love her little style. And she's packing. It's her moving day. She's off to Morocco. 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 I love it. (laughs) And she's packing all the things. She's got clothes everywhere. She's trying to fit some stuff into a carry on. And she's like, dang, man, why don't they make these carry ons
1: bigger? And I, I, don't
0: <laughs> I don't know why it's really so funny, April, but dang, that was really man. funny. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, that was pretty funny. And then. And then we meet Osama. Oh, wait. Before we go to Osama, can I just ran against the sun a little bit more? Yeah. Can I pause his pay- face up again? Yes, go ahead. Pause face up. So, at the airport, he goes into this, I must be able to go to my mom's house and vent to her. I need her to be here whenever I want. And I have a problem with him never considering that his mom is a whole person apart from being a mother to him who gets to live her own life. I just really like that whole thing. If you said why you want your mom to stay in the U.S., I could give you five reasons that have to do with her as a whole, complete human being. But he can't give one. Here's the thing. You said it last
0: week, April, when you said, listen, if he really was concerned about her, guess what? He'd get on a plane and go with her. Check check out where she's moving to, meet osama figure the whole thing out and call it a day but instead you want to degrade your mom you want to make it about yourself you want to say i i can't do this and i can't do that and i can't come over when i want And she and i she's being stolen from us when he said that this man was stealing his mom was the same january 6th energy
1: i was getting they're stealing america (laughs) as if she's property. Okay. So I'm 42 and I have a 19 year old. So I feel like I'm in the generation of women who are first beginning to accept that we get to be whole people apart from being moms so that we don't fall apart when our kids actually leave home. And so this is really important to me. Like she gets to be a whole person. Why is he trying to take that away from her?
0: That's it. That's it.
1: So yeah, that was actually. I just I don't like him.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's not showing any redeemable. Well, I did write down something that I was like, "Uh, okay, maybe he has one redeemable quality," but he's making it hard for him to be likable, in my opinion. And if you guys have a different opinion, definitely pop it in the live chat. Or if you're watching the replay, let us know in the replay. But right now, my gut is saying that no. And can you imagine he throws a uniform on and is policing people in Georgia? Oh, That's true. Ab- yeah. <gasps> okay.
1: Sorry.
0: Hey, Sally. hey girl. Hey. Okay. So Osama. we meet Osama and I just want to say for the record that I told you I was having a hard time. To- I It took me probably... 30 minutes to watch his 10 minutes. (laughs) I feel itchy already. First of all, I get, okay. So logical Linda understands that universal healthcare and dental is not available for everyone all across the world. I 100% get it. And I understand that, um, it's not cheap and it's not, readily available like I said for everyone to just go to the dentist or go to the doctor I totally understand that that being said I have some weird quirks about me and I just that's that's just who I am and one of them is teeth and his little snaggle tooth and whatever else was happening there was totally distracting me and I'm sure he's a lovely human being but that tooth looked like it was about to attack me and so I was like watching like this trying to take notes like this April because I was like oh I can't it was like oh And then to find out he loves cats and y'all know how I feel about cats. The little feral little rats with tails. Ew! And I get some of you have cats and you love your cats and all of that. I've already told you, I'm not that person. I'm not that person. I don't like them. I don't ever, I like any other type of animal. I don't like domesticated cats. Don't they gross me out. And he's got like a hundred of them. They're everywhere. They were ever. He was holding one up like it was a baby, and his snaggle teeth was in that that cat's face. So you can only imagine what I was thinking and why it was taking me so so much time to watch his little segment. That being said, oh my God, his teeth. <laughs> okay, so Osama, thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Osama uh is a self-proclaimed loner who loves cats uh, and he lives on a small farm with three cats no see i'm still stuck on the cat three cows three cows 13 chickens um some hens and a donkey one of the cows is a rescue cow i don't know how how that works but it's a rescue cow And uh, he works on the farm with his dad and the animals. He has no job. And he doesn't work because hard work, quote, can kill the creations. He's a writer, a painter, and a poet that can't have a job because if he dared to work, it would stifle his creativity.
1: (laughs) I did not understand why... they characterizing this as him not having a job. Does he not help with the animals? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I was, that, that was a works job. on the farm. Right. That's right. Job. I was a little bit confused about whether they're saying that he didn't have a job. Like that is a job. It's like when people who are, um, housewives say, no, I don't work. Ma'am, you do work.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Cause he literally says he works
1: on the farm
0: with the animals and his dad, but maybe he was saying that he doesn't, I don't know. But- Have an outside job. Maybe. Outside job, because outside job would uh,
1: kill his creative vibe. His creative vibe. Um, I'm going to tell my mom that. I'm going to be like, I'm going to move back home and just unlatch myself because this work is just killing my creative vibes. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore.
0: <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, and then, and then you guys, Okay. So I don't know about y'all. And again, I'm sure he's lovely. Some of the, some of my, uh, Patreon subscribers, they really find him like a lovely individual. I might have just a cold black heart, but I'm going to tell and watch way too much two crimes, but he's screaming red flags and April, I'm going to tell you why he's screaming red flags. Number one, he self-proclaimed loner. Okay. Loner. Likes, doesn't like people, doesn't like to be around people, loves to be around cats, and cats specifically, because cats are quote, his words, silent. <laughs> and I don't know if you watch any two crime, but all the serial killers, they always start with killing cats. Number two. Um... I still think it's a red flag that he doesn't want to work outside of the farm. And as far as him working on the farm, we don't know how much work he actually indeed does and how helpful he is. Cause like when you work on a farm, you wake up early, you go to bed late, all this stuff, you have three cows and 13 chickens. How hard can it be? That being said, um, the fact that all of his art is about quote sadness, melancholy, misery, and hurt humans. And the fact that's, that's, I think three or four red flag for me. Number five, he's talking about the madness inside him. Um, I was just like, there are too many red flags right now. You don't know how to, to me, you don't know how to socialize. You're living way, the f- I'm going to swear. Sorry, y'all. You're living way <laughs> the fuck on some Timbuktu farm. You met some woman on Facebook. She's leaving her life to come marry you so she thinks but you're not ready to marry her and then you're gonna take her out in the woods and we're never gonna see debbie again
1: okay (laughs) i am gonna take the other side just for funsies because i think you're right but it's so he's he's berber which i'm glad for are introducing us to um, so and what possible, is Berber exactly? Uh, Native Moroccans. Okay. Um, before they were uh, colonized by the French.
0: So, I do not know
1: that. It's possible that he has been ostracized for being Berber, um, which would lead to him being a loner, which would lead to him reflecting on these themes that are more um, melancholy than if he was not.
0: Okay but, okay, but no, oh, but yeah, now now that we cracked open the door, the journalist and me is gonna have to go ahead and ask you some questions, April. So let's say that is indeed true. Let's say he's been ostracized and shunned his whole life. At what point does he then also take ownership of his own life and try to overcome? the things that have suppressed him because I've experienced racism in my life. I've experienced a lot of no's in my life. And so should I then not ever try again?
1: Some people did did make that choice. There are people who ventured out into the world, experienced something negative and then retreated back into themselves and decided not to come out. Some of them are okay and just live their lives being alone. Some of them end up on hoarders. Listen, there's an. I have a neighbor that's a hoarder, you guys,
0: and every day I see he has three vehicles, three huge vehicles. One is a van, one is a truck, and one is a car. And when I say it's full of sh- stuff, it's full of sh- stuff. And I want to take a picture because he has three vehicles full oh, of all that crap. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I cannot. Anyways, um, that being said, he feels like age is just a number and you fall in love with your soul and your soul never grows. Um, and so it's really about soul ties and not body ties. And he has decided that his soul wants to be with Debbie. Uh, however, even though, you know, they've met one time, cause she went out there, they often fight on social media. They break up, get back together, break up, get back together. That tends to be their cycle He's decided that even though she's coming and she's thinking that they're getting married, that he needs more time to get to know her, which I thought was actually sane of him to, to say. Yeah. you don't know her and you're yes. 24. Sounds reasonable. Mm-hmm. Reasonable, right? Um, so he's not ready to get married to her yet, but she doesn't know that, which again is going to be where we have a point of contention right because she's obviously going to be ready she obviously thinks they're getting married and she's packed up to come to morocco to marry him and things are going to be a little bit different once she gets there and by the way she is she staying at the farm with him we i don't think she's like, where she's staying yet i'm just curious like where is she going to stay because he lives at home mm-hmm so is this grown-ass woman moving in to his parents' home with the 24-year-old? Oh my god, that would be so weird. Okay. That's so weird. It's super weird. Um, so on we're back in Georgia. Julian is at his mom's house. He's gonna drive her to the airport. He's already complaining. This dude is already complaining, um, telling his mom that she doesn't need five or six bags. To go to Morocco, her plan is to take those five or six bags. Once she gets settled, she's gonna have her hater ass son <laughs> and her hater ass daughter send she's the rest of the stuff, which you know they're not about to do. She's keeping her townhouse quote for her kids, uh, which I think is a good idea. Anyways, even if it wasn't for the kids, rent that shit out. Yeah, Make some Airbnb money and you know have extra money while you're out there. That's a great yeah. idea. Um. Julian goes on to say that he thinks his mom is stupid and this is stupid. He says that his mom is desperate for attention. It's the only reason why she's going halfway across the world because she is desperate for attention. So again, you guys, when you guys come for me and I say he's a terrible individual, you can disagree with something that someone is doing, but you can just do it in a better way. And you don't have to be such a hater and you don't have to be so negative and derogatory towards your own mother. I, I yes, just don't yes. have respect for it. I'm sorry. And if he can be so derogatory for his mother, think about what this
1: man is doing in his job to strangers, April. Yes. That's exactly what I think about listening to him talk to her in such an insulting way. Okay. Okay. Let me see if there's anything I can do about my sound. Oh, go ahead, Monica. Woo. Monica threw April right out there. Yeah. Well, you need people to tell you things like that. And look how she said it so nicely, unlike Julian. That part, constructive
0: feedback. Is that better? And maybe I turn my sound down a little bit. Okay. So while April's fixing that, they get in the car. Okay. He's driving. Julian's driving his mom to the airport. He's still talking crazy to her. And if that is not enough, her daughter, Sandy calls and Sandy acts like she's never not ever, never left the country. So she's like talking to her mom. She's like, are you never coming back? Is that it? Are we done? And We don't think you're making a good decision and you are clearly not listening to our advice and we're advising you. Otherwise we're telling you don't go, we don't think this is a good idea. And Debbie says, you know what? I really wish you guys would have more faith in me. Isn't it sad that she has to literally continue to tell her children that she's a grown ass woman. And have a little faith. She wrote, she raised both of you, and you two are fine and self sufficient. So, isn't that the same woman? I don't understand. You guys are now acting like she doesn't know, she doesn't make good choices in her life. And yet, here are the both of you. So, they are berating her, they have doubts about this trip. Um, and these doubts she said are seeping into the cracks of her soul, but she is calling herself determined Debbie. And she believes that she has to be courageous. She has to live her best life. She has to go for love and she's going to go anyway. So even though her son, Julian and daughter, Sandy are being Debbie downers towards her, she's like, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to find love because I deserve love. And, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out, but I'm not going to know if I don't try. So they get to the airport. And here's when I was saying to you earlier that this is the one little piece of redemption that I felt like perhaps Julian is showing that he's a little bit human and okay. He says, you know, I'm just scared for you because you're like my bestie. Right. So say that, say, you know what, mom, you're my best friend and I don't know anything about where you're going. I haven't researched it. I haven't Googled it. I haven't uh, taken the opportunity to like FaceTime Osama and see what he's about. I've just thrown all my presumptions and stereotypes into my mind. And that's why I'm scared for you. But if I took a moment to maybe do a little research and maybe took a moment to like even come with you then I know, all of the things that I'm thinking in my head cannot be as bad as as what they are in real life. He could talk to her that way, but instead he says, it doesn't add up. I don't understand why this 24 year old would want to ever be with you and I'm scared for you. And what am I supposed to do? This person has stolen you from us. I'm not going to be able to come to your house when I need to come over. I'm not going to be able to sleep over when I want to sleep over. I'm not going to be, I, 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 okay, Julian. Okay. Even in all of that, you guys, Debbie says, you know what? I understand, but I am motivated by love
1: and determination. So she was kind back to him, even though he was being a turd. She's kind to him the whole time,
0: April, all the time. She's kind to him all the time. And I just don't know how this woman, you said something a couple of episodes ago, but I still, I'm like, how did this woman create this guy? Like how? And then you said something like maybe she was not always like that. I don't know, but whatever it is, I, I, when he said something's not adding up, yeah, something's not adding up with you.
1: How did you come out of this woman? Yeah. How did you create you? That's well, what was adding up. He's half of whatever his father was, and apparently they were not good men either. Even he said that they weren't good men. There you go. That part. So. Um, we're
0: moving on to Jamie and Chris.
1: Okay, I just want. Okay, so far we have narcolepsy, night. you're reading my mind. <laughs> um, back and neck problems. What else? Opioid taker. Yes. Uh, never lived in a uh, big city. Never, never traveled. In Spanish has never traveled. This is her first time outside the United States, and she's from Alabama. Yeah all of all of those things
0: nailed it so okay so here's what i these are my first notes okay so so remember when i first (laughs) when we first started and i kept saying in the first few episodes i really feel jamie's gonna be problematic i really feel jamie's gonna be problematic i really oh the mint allergy oh mint allergy yeah (laughs) I don't know who's more problematic because Chris is coming in hot, y'all, she's coming in hot. So first of all, as you guys know, cause you know, most of you guys are regulars here. I get distracted by weird stuff. And so when they were having coffee at the kitchen table and they had, I, I'm wondering, was it from her, arrival? Was Valentine's Day close? I don't know. But now she's been there a couple of days. But those little hearts, paper hearts that were on the wall were distracting me because I was like, why? Why are they there? I hope that's not part of their decorations. It and like, so who who cut those hearts? out? it looked like a two year old half of them are all like squirgly and not asymmetrical. And so again, I had to pause so i could see what i was seeing did you notice the hearts on the wall april
1: yes there is some weird decoration going on in there which i cannot abide
0: i i just think like hey you spent x amount of dollars on the i said it last time on balloons and paper mache crap you could probably use that money a little bit wiser i'm just saying and can you take those stupid hearts down it just looks stupid all right (laughs) then the second thing that irritated me was Jamie we've seen you talk perfect English okay yeah accented and all but like you know we've seen you up in the live chat perfect English and all of a sudden episode 5 you can't understand what Chris is saying so you guys need the infamous
1: translation device for what? I will say there is quite a difference between talking to somebody like over a chat in a different language versus listening to them talk. Also, when you're on the phone with somebody, you generally are like you're here. But when you're in person with somebody, you can be looking here or here or, you know, all kinds of things where they can't hear you correctly. Also, you guys, Chris has a very strong accent. Does it, like, only to me, can you hear it? I'm Southern, so I can hear her accent, but I'm, i can I'm hear like, her accent, but yeah. I, I don't, I just feel like out of all the couples,
0: I don't feel like these two needed the translation device first.
1: Maybe she's also stalling a little bit.
0: Yeah, because she's like, this woman's crazy. Let me make sure she understands every single word that I'm saying so there's no mistakes. So that yeah. when they come find my body, cause she's got a machete and had a night terror, that
1: they will know exactly what happened. (laughs) Some of my English speaking clients, I still want to use an interpreter when we go to court because I'm like, I just want you to have a little bit of extra time to think about the question before you answer it. And this is how you can get in a pause. So maybe she's doing that. She's like this woman is coming up with all kinds of weird things that we never talked about before. Let me use the translator to make sure that I'm understanding that she wants a knife. Yeah. Yeah that part you're right
0: you're right i'll give you that so <laughs> chris wants to explore the city and she wants to go buy a weapon she's had weapons all her life which was really like again super american to me but whatever she wants to do that now someone messaged me and i don't know if this to be true because i haven't actually been to columbia uh but the person said that um despite like all the rumors and what you hear that getting weapons is not very easy in Colombia, and that the producers would have had to research specifically in the city that they're in to find a weapon store to film in, because it's not common practice. Do you know anything about that, April?
1: I don't know anything yeah. about that and where they are. I was very concerned about her saying that it's not a very safe place because Medellin is very safe. Yeah. I mean- what, the, what does she know? She never even left the country so for time on the plane. She don't know shit. Yeah. I mean, compared to some of the places where she could go in Alabama, that's a very safe place. And she just said the other day that it was more safe for her to be there and be gay than it was for her to be at home. So what changed?
0: Listen, I'm going to say this. What you're not about to do is be from Alabama. Talk crazy about Medina when you live in a state that had sundown. Okay. All right. So. she's like i want a weapon it's part of who i am i've always had a weapon in my home i grew up with weapons apparently she got a weapon her first knife at eight and so she wants to go that being said she also says that she thinks colombia is all about drug lords and kidnappings and she feels like americans are in danger when they go there and i Will say you are from America where there is a shooting every single other day. And there's a shooting every single other day. And I'm not going political, you guys. So don't like, don't get all crazy. I'm just saying if you look internationally, you look worldwide, America has a disproportionately amount of shootings and killings con- compared to the rest of the world. Yeah, I agree. Um, so Amanda says, they're in Bogota, right? But still not as scary as Alabama, really? LOL. And Rebecca says, that part. Oh, yeah. was Diana says, yeah, that was me. Well, hi, Diana. I knew I heard it from someone. I didn't know who it was. She said, that was me. It was a uh, military shop. Civilians can buy caps and boots, but definitely not weapons. So there you go. She's answering the question where I was telling you that someone said, um, on my platform, that that's not a common practice. Right. Thank you, Diana. So they go to this weapon store, um, all filled with uh, um, stereotypes on Chris's part, and she picks out the biggest, baddest weapon. And she literally got excited about it, you guys. And she took like this weird, crazy stance. And I don't she took the knife, you guys, and did this. Oh, 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 oh. what's that movie? Oh, oh, like the infamous movie where the woman stabs Jason? the is it no? Oh, what's that movie? It's like um the mom and the son, and the mom is like crazy. Oh, no, I, um, not I noticed so that the
1: hotel. Anyways,
0: I'm, she is yeah. like she was doing this, you guys, like mm-hmm. she had done it before, okay? So she picks up this huge knife. Um, Jamie's like looking at her. Now, Bates Motel, thank yes. you. Thank I you. I said Karen. hotel. Bates
1: That's
0: Motel, yeah. <laughs> Uh, So picks up the biggest, baddest knife, does these crazy stances, does the stabbing moves, all the things. And then my question to you all And you can answer because it was a true question. I'm genuinely asking this. But is it a good idea for someone that has night terrors, is narcoleptic, has an opioid situation, and um, has all, like, back and neck issues, is it a good idea for her to bring a big-ass weapon into an apartment
1: into a city and country that she's not familiar with living with a person who she just met for the first time. Absolutely not. I would not be comfortable being, I would not be comfortable living with her at all now because of all the things that we know about her, but I most certainly would not be comfortable with her with a knife. And Jamie, I think said the same thing because
0: Jamie said, we can take this knife. We can have it in the house, but you can't have it in the bedroom which makes me think that she's thinking, here's this narcoleptic um, night terror. Can you imagine? She's having a night terror and she's like half awake, half not awake. She has this knife and she sees
1: Jamie and all of a sudden Jamie's not Jamie, Jamie's someone in her night terror yeah. room. It's but how nasty. is she gonna even regulate her having it in the bedroom? I wouldn't even want her to have it in the house at all. Like now I gotta sleep with one eye open.
0: That's why you don't move in with someone that you don't know. (laughs) And marry them in nine days. (laughs) So I laughed because they showed how excited Chris was her knife collection back like April, look at this one knife. It literally looks like a butcher knife that came out of her kitchen.
1: It is literally a butcher knife. I have no idea why it's there with all these pocket knives. It's not even like a cute handle decoration. Why and is it there?
0: Then, and then is that an ice pick? Uh,
1: yes, there is so, an ice pick or or two.
0: So like, I, I mean, these are like for killing people. Mm-hmm. And look how excited she was. And you guys, again, for all of you um, theorists, internet theorists out there, because again, like you, like I've said before, uh, the internet is saying that she has a drug problem and I can't confirm or deny, but I'm just telling you what the internet streets are saying. And it's interesting that the internet streets are also saying, April, that we only ever see her with long sleeves and that one arm where there could be tracks, she's always covering with scrunchies
1: yeah it could be track marks it could be a prior saucy attempt hmm. um but she definitely seems to keep it covered
0: yeah 100 percent. so that being said she's excited to have her nice and she literally did a happy dance when she was buying it which i thought was really weird that would have weirded me out if i was jamie yeah and that was my note jamie looks scared she looks scared because she's like, who is this person that I'm about to marry? It's clear I don't know anything about you. What up, Bobby? Hi, Bobby. Bobby's saying hello and happy evening. Um, let's move on to Jen and Rishi. The incredible
1: oh
0: Rishi. So what were your thoughts. overall thoughts first before we jump into them?
1: My overall thoughts are what exactly does Rishi think that he's about to pull off here? Because nobody thinks that this woman coming over his house is just a friend visiting. Nobody. And she didn't make it like that at all with her questions. I thought it was hilarious, to be honest. Before she even said anything, the sister, or I think it was the sister, was like, why is this woman here? In her face. That's what you get for lying about. Who
0: lied about COVID? What's this about? Hmm. I don't know. Um,
1: I missed something. Did I miss something? I'm not sure. That was probably about uh, Jamie and um. Oh, Chris, oh
0: um- it is about Jamie and Chris because when Jamie said that she had COVID and couldn't work and then Chris was sending all the money to support her. Maybe that's what she's talking about. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So Jen's been there for three days. And she's all pissed off because it's the first time she's hearing about Rishi's arranged marriage. Right. And the possibility that he might marry someone when she's packed up and moved there, allegedly being his fiance. Mm -hmm. Um, So she got all mad. She stormed away. It's the next day. She's doing her hair and got a call from Rishi's decided that she is going to still go see his parents um or his family because he has sweet talked her into going and he also bought an outfit for her he comes over shows her the outfit she loves it um but he's up, still upset with her she's still upset with him he's worried that anytime they have any adversary or or disagreement she's gonna walk away and i was like well oh, that's a big Assumption. This is like the first fight that we're seeing. You guys haven't even seen each other for two years, and and what you're saying is kind of ridiculous. Like, if I packed up and moved halfway across the world to be with you, and now I have to be a hidden secret, and then to find out that you might marry someone else, yeah, I'm probably gonna walk away for a minute. (laughs) Right. I'm gonna need a minute. Right. Exactly. Her outfit was cute, though. The outfit was cute. Good choice. Um. So they make up and she says she thinks she hears him say that in that makeup that if push comes to shove he'd choose her over his family and that's absolutely not what he said that is not what he said that is not what he said so when i was like is that how you interpreted him saying well i'm gonna work it out with my family he wasn't saying to you that he's gonna tell them oh hell to you and no to you and yes to you jen that is not what he was saying so um in order to perpetuate the lie he has also invited his friend sanjeet to come in because having two people come over as friends is better than just having this western <laughs> blonde hair blue-eyed woman come in from somewhere random that they already know because they met her before at the wedding. So all of a sudden, how are you You here? And for formal introductions like that, they don't, it's not all willy-nilly. Like you're doing it because that's your love interest. So right. like, let's be real. Yeah. So, but Rishi thinks that his, his family is going to be less suspicious if it's two people coming over. So Sanjeet and Rishi and Jen um are on their way to the house and he's going to introduce jen as a friend now my question to you all on the live chat and to you april is if you were someone's fiance and they had not told their parents mm-hmm. or their family let's mm-hmm. say would you go along with being introduced as a friend
1: no because you can't say Trust and honesty are so important to me. And then go along with somebody's lie. That part, like the actions are completely different from the words that are coming out of your mouth. Say that again for the people in the back. The actions. No, he's <laughs> done. <laughs> the actions are completely different from the words that are coming. Out of- and this is something that I've been working on in my own like attempts to re-enter the dating world. Pay attention and only respond to somebody's actions and not their words. That part.
0: I unf- I listen, you guys. I hope I'm not single forever because I refuse to be on dating apps. I can't do it. I've had a terrible experience with it, and I just can't do it. So I don't know if my man is gonna fall out of the sky, or um, I I, I just don't even know where he's. I don't know where he's gonna show up. So just you all pray for me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Maybe I need an arranged marriage.
1: You know, at at this point, I actually said a couple of years ago I would sign up for arranged marriage if it was a culture, a thing that existed uh, in my life. I would sign up for it. Huh? Like a service? Um, or even just having like my parents or my friends Mm. to pick someone, I would be okay with that because I think they know me well enough now. That they could pick someone good. Like at 21, who? how can you pick somebody great for me at 21? Mm. I was not even a sentient person at 21. Mm. But now I think they could. It's a good reality
0: show idea. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right? When like somebody- your friends your friend and your
0: family, your closest, like your closest five people. And TLC, I will play this back if
1: you guys go ahead and try to still, April yeah. <laughs> and I's idea. Okay. When you get but- the casting announcement for it, you're like, <laughs> april do this i know it would be perfect for you i think they actually would do a good job because they kind of at this point when i show them someone i'm interested in they'll and i tell them a little bit about them they'll kind of be like what or either okay that makes sense
0: yeah no i think that i would watch a show like that where like your five closest friends and family literally find you your man and set Mm -hmm. you up and it's an arranged marriage. Like you have, you have no say in
1: it except for Yes. Yeah. Like, okay. Yes. Said, like an arranged married at first sight. Yes. Gotcha. <laughs> All
0: right. So <clears throat> that being said, um, they get there. He has introduced her as a friend and starts lying right off the bat. So he tells the parents that she's visiting and she says in that same conversation, two seconds later that no, she, she moved there. Yeah. And the parents are like, um, what sister's like, why is she even here? Right off the bat, right off the bat. I was like, they already know they're already suspicious. Cause this is not brand new because April, they met her before at a wedding. And you came all the way back over here and you're now just like, you just be living to- there. Yeah. You just happened to be in India and then yeah. now he's saying you're visiting, but you said you moved here because you
1: love Jaipur. And they know that Jaapur is not a place people just move to. That's it. So, um,
0: now she's still upset because she didn't know that his family was already looking for a wife for him, right? Because he didn't tell her. So she's mad he lied. And so she has in the back of her mind that she's going to come down to the bottom of this, but no one knows she's going to do this. But, but Jen. So, she starts asking all these questions. She's like, so the first question she's like, so, um, besides Jaipur being a beautiful city and the mom is like, oh, this is super suspicious. Like you're a long way from home white lady. Um, not, and then the mom says this, not my words. The mom says, I'm not sure what she likes about us Indians. Like, why are you here? That's what the mom says. Basically the
1: mom said, go home, my love. Oh, my love.
0: (laughs) So Jen asked about um, the wives for the sons. So she's like, you know, are you looking for wives for both of your sons? Um, uh, Rohit and Rishi. And the mom's like, yeah, you know, as soon as possible. And then Jen is not done because she's getting to the bottom of this. Uh, Have you had have you found any potential wives for Rishi yet? Now,
1: any woman
0: knows what this woman is asking. Exactly. And specifically
1: for Rishi, she didn't even try to keep
0: it generic. She sure didn't. The mom knows something's up, right? Because your little friend is not going to ask the mom, well, have you found him a wife yet? Mm -hmm. Like, why would you care? Yeah. She tries to play it off like, well, maybe I'll come back because I live here now. I can go to two weddings. I was like, you are not fooling anyone. No. And then, so the mom says, yes, there have been many proposals. A lot of proposals have been coming, um, but we haven't found a match yet. And then the uncle, uncle John uh, Jandra, the Jandra, says, yeah, they've been too short, April. Too uneducated and so they're not a match and and rishi's sitting there yeah because i'm educated and i'm hot and i'm popular and jen's like wait height is a requirement (laughs) height is a requirement i've actually not heard that usually on the usually like women are like oh he's got to be six foot by the way, I read an article last week. The average man in the world is five foot seven.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was thinking that. So I've I've seen some tall guys say, and I don't know how tall Rishi is, but I've seen some tall guys say that they want to have tall kids, so they don't want to be with short women. A lot of women so, are tall. Particularly if they're like into sports. And they want for them to like to have kids who are into sports. The specific example that one guy gave me was like Scotty Pippen. (laughs) He was like, you know, his kids are good at sports, but they're all short because he married that short lady. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's funny. Uh,
0: So Jen goes on, you know, her, her what should I call it? Her future husband exploration. So she goes on to ask the family, "Is it okay to marry a, a different a woman from a different religion?" Okay, so if I have, if I'm sitting there as the mom, April, and have not put two and two together yet, I don't I just don't know what it is. She's lay she's basically saying that's my man. Y'all don't know, so here I am. Is it okay that I'm not the same religion as you? And the mom says, "You know, it's no problem if the person is good natured." Yeah. then let's not forget that Rishi said, Rishi lied. Okay, so he lied and to our faces as viewers. So at first when the friend came over at the apartment, the friend said that it was like a couple of months that they've been looking, right? But then he told Jen that it's only been like a month and a half,
1: uh-huh.
0: right? So he translated it wrong and said it wrong. Right. I was like, okay, I'll let it slide. That's like thirty days or whatever, no big deal, or two weeks, no big deal. But then, when Jen's like, "So, how long have you been looking for a wife for Rishi?" and the mom says that she's been searching for because the time frame is important here. Yes, for two to two and a half years. Yeah, but they have to finalize something this year. The mom says. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Now Rishi lies. Even though he says in English that he's just going to tell the truth because the truth is important. But what does he say in translation? He says, oh, they've been looking for about a year and a half, which is not what the mom said. Because if Jen actually heard the truth where it was two and a two and a half years, guess what? Like she said, you gained a fiancé in those two years. So the Mm -hmm. two years you guys were apart has been the whole time that they've been looking for a wife for him.
1: Entire time. During which time he probably was meeting some people face to face.
0: He absolutely was. And then it goes back to the other episode where she asked him have you been sleeping with anyone else? And he's like he didn't say no. I just remember he didn't answer it directly.
1: He didn't. He said like he was offended that she would ask but he never answered. He never answered her.
0: And so I feel like if there's going to be a point of contention it's going to be right there. Like we're going to find out just like we found out with the OG Jen and Samet that not only was there someone else, but he married her yeah, and lived with her
1: while he was still dating Jenny from abroad. As a TV person, as a producer, do you correct that translation? As a TV
0: producer, you do not because you can't be part of the storyline. Right. You're you're neutral and you're not, you're not part of the storyline. I was just like, you know what, this guy, he's not, he lies all the time, but he's not even a good liar. He's not even a good liar. He should just cut it out, cut the bandaid and tell them the truth. I'm sick of it. Sick of it. Yeah. All right. Next couple, <clears throat> your favorite. And I still, you know, have a soft part, spot for Danielle. Um, I do think she's taking things over the top This season so I'm curious to know What you think uh, So Danielle and Johan And first of all They're walking across the town How do you guys feel about your man Having to carry your purse Because she has him carrying his per- her purse Because she doesn't feel like it And he's like yeah I'm not going to be doing this all the time <laughs>
1: I've never done that. Have you ever, actually ever done that? I've asked somebody to like hold it for a second while I could do something with my hands. I've never asked somebody to carry my purse for me.
0: Yeah, no. I, I've asked them, like, if I have to go to the restroom, can you wash my purse or whatever, but not walking around town, like, can you carry my purse? Because I just don't feel like it right yeah,
1: now. Yeah, because she, she, she was just walking with her hands completely unoccupied and not doing anything. Like, yeah, basically. But if you think about it, you
0: think about what she said in the past, especially last episode mm-hmm. where she's like, you're my wife. I think that she has like this thing where she is paying for everything. Um, so she feels like she's the boss.
1: That's really sad. If that is what is happening. I mean, but cause why else would she be doing it? Cause she's, doing- know, I, I want, I want to think higher of her. Okay, but, no. but we got to look at her actions and the actions are not good.
0: Her actions. I don't know what happened to her. I said it before. I don't know if she bumped and fell on her head because this is not the same Danielle from the two previous. No, series. it's, not. it's not. I don't know who this Danielle is. Okay. So um, they haven't found an apartment yet. She's going to be leaving back to New York shortly and so they're trying to scramble and figure that out. But in the meantime, they're meeting her friend, Sophie, who just happens to be in town from New York City. Um, they greet, they say hi, they sit down, they order drinks. Uh, and Johan is engaging with her right away. I almost got the vibe that he was like, asking the question to find out like, what's her status? Like, are you single? Like, that's the vibe he was giving. Oh.
1: This is the most
0: talkative, April, that I've, I've ever seen him
1: yeah so i didn't think about that that's really possible i thought he was excited because he didn't have to struggle to communicate i mean it could be that but the question let's look at what he was asking her so
0: um she asks. so she engages him first how long have you whoa well, no he engages her first says how long have you known danielle and she's like well i've known her for the past five years she used to meet my yoga teacher. And then do the flashback where Sophie was skeptical of Johan, because she said that he possibly is one of those sankey panky guys who was just out to harvest the American dollar. (laughs) So she was worried that Johan was one of those people. And so she then asked, you know, are you ready to have Danielle here full time? Are you ready for her to move down here and be in your life day in and day out? And he gives kind of like a weird answer. He's like, well, we got married so that we could live together. Did you think that answer was weird?
1: I I did not think it was weird. I okay. thought it was like a typical way that somebody would answer a question to me when I ask it. Because the way that some people culturally ask answer questions is what they think that you're asking. Mm. As opposed to what you literally said. Okay. So i did not find it odd when he did that people do it to me all the time
0: okay yeah (laughs) i thought it was weird y'all yeah (laughs) are you ready to have this woman here full time well i guess i mean we got married to live together so i guess um then he april asked sophie if she has any kids which Again, to me, it's like, why are you asking her that? Yes, she has kids. She has a son and a daughter, 26 and 22, respectively. And then she looks at him and says, Well, how old are you? You look young. And he's like, I'm 32. And then she asks him, Well, don't your parents want you to have kids? And yes, they want to be grandparents. And so she's like, Well, what will happen if you couldn't give them any children? Because you know, she says we're women of a certain age, and it gets complicated. And then Danielle talks about how when she went to the fertility clinic, she had like a five percenter, five um, percenter, five percent chance of getting mm-hmm. married. Oh, I, I don't know. even know what I'm saying anymore. Five percent chance of getting pregnant. Long week, and it's just begun. <laughs> <laughs> but Johan thinks that he's like. God is on my side. I'm not worried about it. I think our chances are better. And listen, y'all, I had a conversation, I won't say who I had a conversation with, but the person literally texted me and asked me if I've seen Johan's eggplant. And I was like, No, like, why would I have seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Apparently, it's out there. And you know how Daniela said it's a baby leg it's a baby leg and so I think that Johan has the feeling that because his eggplant is so eggplant-ish that he's not going to have a problem because it's full of eggplants
1: (laughs) he could be using that flawed science Or he could think because he has gotten people pregnant previously that obviously like it's not an issue for him. He can make it happen again. Or remember Florian did the same thing like him and Stacy went to the specialist. I think that's the right twin. And the specialist was talking about all the problems that she could potentially have because of her age. And he was like, he said, I don't want to do any intervention. I don't want to do any IVF or anything. We're just going to pray.
0: Which, you know, I I am a Christian and a believer. And so I, I I understand what they're saying, but I also do believe in science, right? And I do believe in your bodies and you have to listen to your body and you go to a doctor and God created doctors for a reason and all the things. However, I'm just saying, like, I think that Johan knows that he um, is blessed with the harvest and I think that he uses that as his like, yeah, I'm not going to have a problem.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to have a problem. I'm not. Just not. That, so, is, that is how he feels. He Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he just thinks, you know what, yeah. just the more we do it, the easier it will be. But Danielle's worried about miscarriages, her age and all of that stuff. And she says that she believes in science more than anything else.
1: And she's right to be
0: worried. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so then Sophie asks him, you know, do you have any other kids? And he's like, no. And then she asks him a specific question, which mm-hmm. I encourage you all to ask mm-hmm. is, Do you have any children that you don't know about? Like, you might think that you don't have any kids but could there possibly be a kid out there that is claiming you and to that he says no as well because i always talk about all the questions that you need to ask someone before you get in a serious relationship that should be one of the questions you ask like do you have kids do you have kids that think that you're their their parent you know that's something you should ask them yes absolutely. and make sure you ask them i'm adding a little something because. Listen, y'all, it's wild out in those dating streets nowadays. Wild. Like, wild. So, I'm sure you heard it before. But when someone is dating you and you ask them if they're single and they say yes, you also have to follow up with the question, Well, does anyone else think that they're in a relationship with you that you're not claiming? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're there now, y'all. We're there. Like, you have to be very deliberate and direct with your questions. Because just like Johan, Johan's going to be like, well, I didn't lie because I didn't not tell you. I just didn't tell you. Yeah. Um, so he talks about how he's gotten uh, women pregnant before in the past. It just didn't happen. And then he goes, this is where he slips, right? So he says he's been with a lot of women and there have been women that's past that passed, gotten pregnant. Some of them couldn't have the baby for whatever reason and some of them had abortions. This is the first time that Danielle is hearing this. And so now Danielle has twisted it, in my opinion, into he's lying to her and he's a liar, what were your
1: thoughts, April? I thought she was blowing this way out of proportion. Way out of proportion. I don't think that he is conceptualizing a difference between lost the baby and had an abortion. I think they're all just lost babies to him. That was my interpretation. And I feel like if she spoke more Spanish, then he would have explained it to her that way. But because he was trying to use as few words as possible, then he explained it to her the first more simple way that they lost the babies. I would be more concerned about the number of times that this has happened as a reflection of the number of times that you're having unprotected sex than the ultimate end. That part. That part. What April
0: just said, times two. Okay? We agree. We agree, which you know, you guys. Ding, ding. Y'all never agree with me. Y'all always agree with April. But today we're agreeing. We're blowing everyone's mind. And I think
1: the reason she was blowing it out of proportion is because she has a sensitivity towards whether or not she's going to be able to conceive.
0: I agree with that. I think that she has a sensitivity towards it as well as she's bringing baggage and luggage from her previous relationships into her new marriage. Now she has, she went on to say how she has a problem with liars. So right away off the bat, she's going to be sensitive towards anyone that she thinks is telling untruth and half truth to her and the reason why her past exes have all lied to her one having a full-on family that she didn't know about so she's taking all of those insecurities and all of those wrongs and bring it into this relationship so all of a sudden when whatever conversation they had about past and children and all the things and he said well Yes, there's a woman who couldn't have a baby, so there was no baby, meaning like, yeah, there was someone in my past, even though there were more than there were more than one person, but there's no baby that that was his ultimate thing. She's now turning that into you're a liar, yeah, you're a liar, and you didn't tell me the truth, and you didn't tell me, and I can't trust you and if there's no trust, I can't be in this relation. I was like,
1: it's ridiculous
0: what where yeah. are we even here?
1: And if you pull up Diana's comment.
0: Oh yeah, I didn't know that. In Spanish, abortion and miscarriage are the same word. You need an extra word to make it clear.
1: So he was choosing the most simple form of communication to tell her what happened because she's not fluent in Spanish. I I think he blew it out of proportion. Abortion,
0: aborto, miscarriage, aborto, espontáneo. Espontáneo. So there you go. There you go. So he's also looking at her like if, like April said, she knew more Spanish, she would know like Diana is saying, thank you again, Diana uh, for helping us with this, that it's the same word. You just have to add one word. So he still thinks that he hasn't done anything wrong because he hasn't lied.
1: Right. His his only downfall here is that he wasn't able to explain it very well. When they when he was asked about it, I think he was, you know, on the defensive or else he would have been able to just say, Oh, I would have told the same thing to you, but I was just trying to explain it the most simple way possible.
0: That, but I also think too, it had to have been lost in translations because I'm, I'm thinking of how the producer was translating what Danielle was saying. I don't know where the opportunity would have come in for him to be like, Oh, I'm just trying to use less words on top of being defensive. Right. Yeah. He's That's like, also true. Because awesome. all he's hearing is being called a liar and he's trying to figure out, well, where did I lie?
1: Yeah. Also, so, the producer so did something that you says, should not do. Pardon? If you want to translate for somebody in those kind of situations, you need to do a word-for-word translation. And the producer immediately went to basically what she's saying is you should never, ever, ever do that. Yeah. Agreed.
0: Agreed. So that whole situation happens. I do also want to talk about the fact that uh, he thinks she's a witch. (laughs) So they go to uh, Botanica, which Danielle says is basically a Spanish magic store. And he's making jokes, right? So he's like, you know, we're going there so that she can do her witchcraft and she is feeling like he's acting immature because there's all this stuff so herbs and um, he's translating or they're he's saying the words out and the producer's translating so the one thing is a cow killer one potion is for love forever another potion is a business warmer another potion is fast like all these <laughs> just random oils and all this stuff and he then asks the clerk if she believes in witchcraft, and she's like, No. And then he's like, Well, why do you work? We here? work. Here. <laughs> <laughs> then Danielle gets into this whole thing. She buys literally 235 US dollars worth of potions and lotions and tells uh Johan that she wants he she wants him to clean the shop floor with one of the potions for more prosperity. And then she wants him to get a painting of a saint. And he's like, no, I'm not doing any of that. Um, My religion doesn't allow it. He says people will come into the shop and think that, you know, it's witchcraft. So no. And he gets upset. And I understand that because I would say no to that. I'm like, what? I I, I," Go ahead, April. I know we're already. I don't believe in the person. I am Christian too. There's no, you. In the Bible, you're not idolizing anything but the Lord, your God and Savior, all the things. So someone's coming at me crazy. and Where did these potions even come from? Who made these oils and who anointed the oil? I have questions. And then you want me to slather it on my business floor and say all the things? No, thank you. No, no. thank you.
1: Go ahead, if Edward. you're going to, if you want me to take you seriously as a practitioner of Yoruba traditions, you're not going to buy from a random store. You're also not going to ask somebody to put a white saint.
0: I'm just saying, no, thank you. In their
1: home or business. Like, have, what, are, what is she doing right now? Amanda says, I'm into woo-woo stuff, but that was real woo-woo. Uh I don't even think it was real, Amanda, because if you're typically go into that stuff, you have a practitioner that you are, that you know about, that you study under, where you buy your products from. You don't buy them from a random store.
0: That's, and you're just making my point. Where, where are the oils and lotions coming from? Who's the person that blessed them? And how does that, no, thank you. That's just me. And so I understand where it was coming from, but- I don't begrudge anyone else's beliefs. Whatever works for you, works for you. That's, that's on you. So, which is what Johan said. Johan is like, I understand her, her culture. I understand it. And I respect it. I don't understand why she doesn't respect and understand my culture. She's, he's like, I'm Christian. We worship God in heaven, not picture frames. And, he goes on to say that he respects Danielle's beliefs and doesn't understand why she doesn't respect his. And I was like, well put, we don't have to agree, but we can agree to disagree and I can respect you. And you should respect me. Absolutely. That's it. Yeah. So we already talked about her confronting him about the abortion. Um, And again, thank you and shout out to Diana for explaining it to us. So, eloquently it totally makes sense and you taught me something new i appreciate it um but yeah i think a lot of it was lost in translation and i think that she was just being 100 extra with it mm-hmm. so then she goes on to say that she doesn't think that she's going to be able to be in a relationship with him like this so he's like well what do you want to do then and what do you want to do because if i'm a liar now what is it that you want to do with this relationship mm-hmm. and then did you hear what she said
1: what did she say? Remind she me. She
0: said, I want you to be a different person. Oh, yes,
1: that's right. That's right. That's right. That I was said, so
0: This bitch did weird. not just say that she wants this whole grown ass 32 year old man to, to be a whole different person. You should have not jumped into marriage so quickly. You should have probably asked some more questions if you feel like you don't know who this man is. But what you're not about to do is try to make a grown ass man a completely different person. No,
1: I want you to be a different person. She said, you're not the person that I originally met. You did not know him when you guys originally met. Y'all are just now getting to know each other. And now you want him to be a different person than who he is?
0: That's on you, girl. That's on he, you. He still didn't really do anything wrong. He did it. And then this is where it gets super crazed that I'm just like, oh no. She says to him, that he's toxic and you know what he says i'm toxic soy toxic i'm toxic
1: so let's end it then johan's already been a little bit off put by her the way that she came she came in hot i can't believe it in hot with him every single scene that we've seen them so, like, he, he's not feeling any kind of love. Yes, yeah. Jocelyn, I agree with you, because
0: the interview that we did was amazing, and she seems like an amazing individual, and, and I just adore her. Who showed this? Danielle, who showed up this season? I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Maybe it's just for the drama for TV. I don't know. Maybe the stress of, of trying to get pregnant for the past year. I don't know.
1: But something's was, going Yeah, around. I'm like... Maybe they told her, you want to come off Love is Paradise, and to be on the main show, 90 Day Fiance, you got to turn it up a notch or something. I don't know. That part, too. And she
0: also this did was- say that as well, Brown frown. This she, is horror, yeah. she pointed to him. She did the zip it motion and literally said, I'm speaking. You shut the F up.
1: And exactly. Katherine is so rude. That's such a you can ask somebody to listen to you. Escúchame, por favor. Lo siento. Yo quiero completar mi frase. Oh, many, many, many things. But she decided to just go straight to shut up. That's so rude. It's so rude. It is so rude and unnecessary. Unnecessarily
0: speaking to people in derogatory terms is just yeah. It's disrespectful, Stevie. You're right. Especially in that supposed to be your husband. Come on though. All right. We have one more couple to get through. Did we cover everything we wanted to cover with these
1: two? I think so. Danielle, if you're watching, we know you have better in you.
0: <laughs> Danielle, Listen, I, I fight for you in these internet streets, but you are making it very difficult. I keep referring everyone to the interview we did where you were just so lovely and we all fell in love with you. I don't know what is happening this season, but just like Josla said, we're gonna need you to come back on our show because yes. I am gonna have to explain to the masses why you're not the villain this season because they're making you out to be the villain. All right, last and certainly not least is Isabel and Gabriel. Woo! Listen, Even their opening was so adorable. I think yes, it's the it opening that I've seen so far. So usually, with the opening and what I mean by that, when you see the couples and they're standing together and you already know something's going to be up, because here's what happens: If they're standing together all lovingly, it means there's no fight this episode. If they're standing back to back, it means they're fighting about something. But Isabel and Gabriel switched it up. They had a little jiggy jiggy dance. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so adorable. Adorable.
1: Absolutely loved it. So
0: Gabe is stressed out
1: because,
0: uh, he's backed up on his website with a bunch of pre-orders and it's been like a month and he has no inventory. And not only does he have no inventory, he hasn't made the new inventory in order to fulfill those orders. And anyone knows when you pre-order something, you pre-order, you pay for it. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you're waiting too long, it's a month later, you're going to want a refund if you're not going to get your product. Right. So he's panicked because these people are waiting. They've been waiting too long. So one of the things that I thought was interesting that I'm like, "Mm." because I remember April, you asked me, why did she move like an hour and a half away from her family home and all the things. And here we find out that she started working with Gabe after just a few months of knowing him. So Mm she left her legal job because mm-hmm. she's working at a law firm to go and work with someone that you've only known for a couple of months. I don't know if I
1: believe her. It's hard to believe because exactly what is she doing? If he doesn't have any inventory there, if she, if he arrived and she was like, "Here's the materials that I already purchased for us to get started," I would believe it more.
0: Yeah. I would believe it more if she was doing more. Right. Like while he was away, you're sourcing all of these fabrics and all the things that he needs and you're sending pictures and you're buying the stuff so that when he comes, boom, he's out the gate running. Then like we're doing the business together, but you're just doing, I don't like, what are you doing? So I was a little bit, eh, okay. So He's freaking out because if he has no clothes, then he has no money. He has no business. He has no job. And considering that she's working for him, there's no income. So he's literally supporting the entire family, including himself through his little business. And he doesn't have a business to run because he doesn't have the product. And he's worried about uh, he doesn't know where to get the foam, uh, doesn't have fabric. He's worried about how he's going to ship because he knew all those things in the U S because he built his business in the U S. So my first thing I want to say, and it's going to sound like a little bit poo-pooing, but I'm surprised by this. And like Josla said, he came off as very unorganized. I'm yes. surprised by this because as an entrepreneur, it's clear that you created a business and you came in very, very organized and you found a niche and we're providing for that niche. So I'm surprised that you're packing up to move to a whole different country and you didn't research and prepare for like whatever the first six months were going to look like. That doesn't make sense to me. So you packed up all your stuff in your apartment and all the things and you didn't like pre order fabrics and you didn't source out foam for the next like six months so that just in case you can't get that foam there, then right. you have six months worth of form, foam that will allow you to continue to have your business run smoothly and then meanwhile in that six months while you're getting orders you can easily fly from friggin' columbia to my miami or wherever florida wherever you are i know you're you're like florida ish somewhere which is not going to be a hard flight or a long flight and then get more product and just keep doing that it would be cheaper than you talking about how you can't ship from america it takes a month to get there and it's 300 dollars. why didn't you plan for this
1: Yeah. Why doesn't he have a list of what he needed for his business and check and double check to make sure he had those things? His stamp, he doesn't have it. And then he also is not able to do conversions. Like one of the first things that you need to do when you're deciding what country you're going to move to is be able to convert because you're not going to be able to like buy groceries. You're not like you can't function without knowing what a kilometer is what a you know just a meter is a meter he's like i don't even know how much i weigh here i thought that whole which was
0: i felt like it wasn't in line with the character that he has presented thus far because he's obviously made a an effort to learn the language he's been there multiple times where he set up an apartment. So you got an apartment, you have a lease, all the things, you know how that works. And so you're paying on an apartment yet. You don't know, like you said, how to do conversion. So how much do you think you're paying for that apartment? And and how does that make sense long-term?
1: Like, how do you not know? I I That really caught me off guard. I was not expecting this from Gabe at all.
0: Me neither. And then when he said that he didn't have the stamps, I said, I'm done with you. The one thing that brands your company that you have this opportunity on an international level to show your company and your brand and you didn't bring the branding.
1: How's that You didn't bring
0: the the first thing that you need. That makes no sense to me.
1: When you're leaving your house or leaving your hotel or whatever, don't you always like just go around, look in the bathroom, make sure you didn't leave anything, open the drawers, right? That
0: and your business... This, yeah. is your business. this is how you make money. This is how you put bread on the table. So like, how is that not the first thing you go to? How it is it great. that you're not like, okay, am I set up to run my business to be wherever I am? I can run my business. How is that not like, okay, this is my checklist. I'm going to need, like I said, fabric, I'm going to need foam. I'm going to be able to know how to ship internationally. If my um, clients and customers are coming from around the world. How do I do that? What does that look like? We look into it. Listen, I used to have an e-commerce site. I do have an e-commerce site still. And so you have to look at all the things, what are the taxes and you know, where can I, or can I not ship to? And then most importantly, your are branding. Yes. your are branding. Even huh, the Oscars brand it's on this side, everyone's branding is the first thing. If this is not an Oscars hoodie, guess what? It's just a black hoodie. Mm-hmm. How as a business owner you don't know that? I was so shocked. I was shocked. I was like, Extremely. is this the game that Extremely. we have grown to love? Um, Amanda says, "See, he's still messy." LOL. <laughs> uh, and Julian says, "Columbia is a massive clothing manufacturing country." Also, didn't he meet her on a business trip in Colombia?
1: Sounds like a drama setup. Yeah, he did. He said in the earlier episode that he met her when he was looking for new suppliers. He was in Colombia looking for new suppliers.
0: Uh, Why can't he find a manufacturer, just one or or two people? How the hell is he going to ship from there? It's going to take forever to ship to the U.S. I think, like I said, that he needs... gonna be able to ship like we're not you know what i mean we're gonna you can be ship it's gonna cost a lot more but he should have sourced that out right so if he's gonna ship to the us maybe it's something that he's like international shipping costs x amount of dollars it's probably gonna dip into his profit a little bit and it's gonna take you know six to eight weeks so that people know that it takes a longer time than if it was just like in colombia but what he's gonna have to do thinking about his business is that it's a very niche Right. So you, he's going to have to be able to ship all around the world. Does it make more sense in the US because it's easier to ship from the United States? Yes, absolutely. But he chose to move there. Now, that's not to say that he can't run, look at me with my, all my, y'all steal my ideas. He can't run concurrent businesses. Right. So he can set up his business in Colombia and, and source locally and get the discounts that way and then uh, target that, you know, the Hispanic market. But he can also, in conjunction with that, still have his U.S. business and go back to the U.S. occasionally or have his mom or his sister help run it, where anytime there are orders, that inventory is already in the U.S. and it goes directly from the U.S. to the U.S. or wherever else where it's easier yeah. to ship. So it's the same business running concurrently at the same time, but from separate countries so that you are still allowed to have your international market because- The market is such a niche market. He needs as many uh, customers coming from all over the world. Right. That's it. That's all I got, y'all. That's all I got. And thank you again for coming to my TED Talk. If you'd like to come to my business planning um, seminars, please do hit us up in the comments below. (laughs) I need to teach some classes, my friend. Uh any last things you want to talk about?
1: Um, prediction. Okay. I think it's time for me to say that Jen and Rishi are not gonna make it. Oh, you're you're going there. I'm going. I'm not I'm ready. there yet. I'm ready to say it.
0: I'm not there yet.
1: We you're not there I'm
0: yet? I'm gonna you tell think you something. she's gonna stick it out. Well, here's I'm gonna tell you something that I usually just say for news and gossip, but Word on the street is um if I had to go with my gut right now because of what I know I would say that they make it and the reason why say they make it is word on the street is that they had a second engagement party that all the family attended. Ah. Interesting. So, um <clears throat> says I'm not there yet either. There yet. Jozzle, you're part of the Patreon family, that's why. Okay, so if I had to predict Muhammad and Nicole. I'm gonna say they're not gonna make it. Okay. Uh, if I have to predict Debbie and Osama, I'm gonna say they're not gonna pr- they're not gonna make it. Okay. If I had to predict Jamie and Chris, I'm gonna say they're not gonna make it. And we even saw some preview where Chris is saying she has to go back to the U.S. already. What's yeah. that about? Uh, Jen and Rishi, I'm gonna say they make it, and Danielle and Johan, I'm gonna say they make it. And Isabel and Gabriel, I'm going to say they make it.
1: I agree. With all of my predictions? I agree with um, Danielle and Johan. Okay. So the only one I don't agree about is, I mean, like, you know more information than me. So I should go with what you said listen i'm gonna i'm
0: gonna end it on that my gut instinct is barely wrong and you can ask my peoples in the live chat i've been wrong occasionally but i when it comes to 90 days stuff mm, mm,
1: mm.
0: okay I'll, i'll go with linda So we'll see. We'll find out. We'll find out. You guys, if you have any predictions, definitely let us know in the comments if you're watching the replay. We love you guys so very much. Mondays are so fun. Thank you, April, my Monday night co-host and uh, immigration attorney extraordinaire.
1: (laughs) Don't forget to send me any immigration questions that you guys have. And check out my 90 Day Fiance playlist on my YouTube page with the same name, Halloween Legal, P-L-L-C.
0: I love it. You guys definitely check her out. And 90 Day Fiance is casting. And so if you are anywhere out there in the world right now, and you are in the middle of the K-1 visa process, and you want to be an international superstar, definitely hit up uh, K... I should know this, but K-1... I'll put it in the thing. I think it's K-1 casting at sharpentertainment.com. um but don't quote me on that quite yet i will look right now just so that i don't seem you guys don't be like that wasn't the email
1: address you said it wrong
0: (laughs) um hold on please hold the line i'm looking for it so that you guys here it is it is K the letter K1 the number one show casting at sharpentertainment.com k1 showcasting at com if that sounds like you go ahead and email go ahead and be on the show so we could talk
1: about you and you can come and talk to us
0: and if you're not considering uh being on the show but you do have questions about the K1 visa process or any immigration, um questions you're gonna call and reach out to April because she has all the answers. That being said, bye for now you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. I still asking questions there. Night ladies. Night. Night. Bye for now.